Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome to the show. My name is Alex McLeod. Today we're joined in studio by Jenna to talk about the rent production and I guess how the rehearsal process has been going. So just jumping right into it, who are you and what do you do? Hi, I'm Jenna. I currently am a stay-at-home mom, but I auditioned for rent to get back into theater. It's been a long time, but uh, I'm happy to be back. Yeah, it's been really cool. So here for rent, let's get to know you a little bit. How did you end up in Fort McMurray? Did you grow up here, move here? I'm actually from Camrose, so Big Valley Jamboree. I grew up there with my husband. We're actually high school sweethearts. He got a degree in mining engineering and works for Suncor. We've been here since 2012, and then we had our kids in 17 and 20. So you're kind of speaking about like how you were getting kind of back into theater. Did you do it growing up? What were you kind of in? So in elementary school, uh, I was in the school like art theater choir thing. We did a bunch of different shows that no one would have ever heard of. But by the time I was finished elementary school, I knew that theater was something that I loved. So I definitely sought it out through junior high and uh, high school, which are both a very long time ago. I think probably the show that I'm proudest of would be Antigone. But I also just have a really soft spot for You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown, in which I played Lucy. So tell us a little bit about your role in Rent. What kind of drew you to taking on this show? In Rent, I'm part of the ensemble, so I'm not one of the principal characters. It's not my story that you're hearing. We lovingly call ourselves the village people because it's set in the village, right? (laughs) And we're just sort of like, we fill up the stage and we bring the city to life around the characters and their story. We have small interactions here and there, and then we fill out the songs, of course. What drew me to Rent, a long, long time ago, my husband and I, uh, our very first date, we went to see the movie version of Rent, which I know now as an adult is not a great, (laughs) it's not a great version of the show, but uh, it does have a lot of the music and a lot of the original Broadway cast, I think almost everybody is in it. So there's some authenticity to it, even if they chopped it up and mashed it all over the place. So it has always been a sweet spot for me. And honestly, how I found out it was happening and how I came to audition, I have spent time in Fort McMurray hosting paint nights and hosting karaoke, and I love karaoke. It's my, it's like therapy for me. And I was by myself at karaoke one night and the Swamp Rat team, so Hannah and Zach and Jenny and maybe Courtney were at Bailey's having a beer and I just happened to be there screaming all my feelings on the stage as I do and they approached me after and said like look we're going to be doing auditions for Rent that's going up on the piano stage this fall and it would be a really good thing for you to audition for and I was like whoa (laughs) that's wild because like I love the show and I always have and I think that it's especially wild a lot of my friends and family who don't live here who who don't know what town is really about see it as like this rough like conservative like blue collar place uh where like you know they they just think that like i don't know it's all oil sands basically yeah it's all oil sands and that like you know 
that there couldn't possibly be a vibrant like queer pride community here <laughs> because it wouldn't be safe or it wouldn't be accepted. And so for a show like Rent to be on the Keanu main stage, you know, this is to me, that's a big deal. And I was like, I feel a really strong call not only to support that, but to like get back to what I love doing. Like, I don't I'm not worried about having hurt feelings if I don't make the audition. Like they talked to me about it and that meant something to me. So I put myself out there and I did the audition and yeah, I got the role and it's it's wild. It's been a wild ride. Kind of like a full circle yeah. moment, like going back to your first date kind of thing. Yeah. It was like, I bet you would have just been like total shock that moment they came up. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Like I've I've thought about auditioning for shows lots of times. It's been a few years since I did, but uh, nothing ever came of it. And I was just like, you know, I don't want to like paint the theater town like poorly, but like I was just kind of like, eh, maybe it's not for me anymore, you know, disenchanted a little bit. So to be approached and told like, hey, we can see what you can do and like we're doing something cool and we want you to look at it at least, right? Like they didn't say like, oh, you have a part, like that's not, but yeah, it was it was a really special moment for me and it felt like, whoa, like I've always loved that music and I've always wanted to be a part of that show and like I'm not, realistically, I'm not gonna get another <laughs> chance. Like they're not gonna do Rent again next year here <laughs> and I'm not looking to move. So I figured I just had to jump at it. It's kind of set late 80s, early 90s. How are you kind of showing the time period? What's been your favorite part, whether it's clothing, makeup, set pieces? The costumes are definitely helping us set the time for sure. Also like the references in the lyrics and in the book, there's somewhere you're like, oh yeah, like, yeah, this is a long time ago. <laughs> it's like, that's that's a funny thing to think about. It doesn't, it doesn't feel dated. It still has such a valid message. Like these people have rich and beautiful, diverse lives and lots of problems and they're facing a lot of like hate and pressure from the outside, but that's not what they're focused on usually. I think probably like the costumes are gonna be so cool. They're doing a great job, but I really personally, I really like the old phones <laughs> that we have. We've got like a couple characters who like are fancy and they have like a cell phone and a beeper because they're like fancy people. <laughs> and that's so funny to me because now we all have them. <laughs> just very fancier. It's a weird way to say that, but it's just like, it's come so far. And then, yeah, like, just like, there's a bunch of stuff that's cut from the movie version where it's like other people calling the characters and leaving voicemails. So that is funny too. Like there's an actual answering machine with a little flashing light on it. And like, we're just talking to it. Like that's just, it's just a lot of it is just gone now. And it's just so fun to, to just have these little reminders. And how has it kind of been working with the cast and crew? What have you learned from each other, whether on stage or hanging out off stage? It's been great, honestly. Um, people that I never would have met any other way, any other place, you know. We were all drawn to this production for a reason. And it's so, it's so cool to be surrounded with people that want to do the same thing. Like, that sounds so basic. Like, of course you want to be with the people that are, you know, that think like you and feel like you do. But even though we all share that that drive and that desire to be a part of this, we all have very different reasons for that and different parts of the process spark joy. You know, like maybe some of them really like dancing, but the acting part is kind of like, ooh, nervous. Mm -hmm. And like for me, the singing is not a nervous thing at all. I'm and I'm not afraid to be on stage. I do stand-up comedy. Like, I can talk to anybody. Like, <laughs> this is not a problem for me. But to be, like, just one little piece of the puzzle and, like, there there isn't pressure. They're such generous, open-hearted people. If you make a mistake, they're like, hey, you'll get it next time. Like, 
it feels like the stakes are so much higher than you know just getting up at karaoke where it's just me like it's a different it's a different kind of performance and I think that we've just learned that like like so far process isn't over yet but so far we've just learned that laughing feels really good we love to make each other laugh and also that we're safe with each other which is really nice because at the beginning of the process these these are strangers you don't know them at all you're thrown into a room with this impressively large book script and music and they're just like we're singing now <laughs> sing to no. these people you've never met <laughs> and it it was nerve-wracking for a lot of people and, and you could sense that you yeah. could hear it in their voices and that's that's coming away now and now it's just like these people are so talented and like even if they don't see it for themselves like it's just a really cool thing to be a part of we're talking to jenna who's part of the ensemble in the upcoming production of rent we're just going to take a quick break and we'll be right back we're back to fort mcmurray matters brought to you by cooper and company law firm and fort mcmurray orthodontics on mix 103.7 we're talking to jenna who's part of the ensemble in the upcoming production of rent what has the rehearsal schedule kind of been like and do you take time outside of rehearsal to like practice at home and so the rehearsal schedule it's a lot but like i say it's a big show it's it's you know it's not like long and boring it's just like there's a lot of music in it a lot of detail and a lot of like layered harmonies that like everybody's got to be on time and on pitch or it's just it's not right a lot of the show the story is told through the songs like it's it's a very musical musical which i love <laughs> so that's right up my alley so rehearsing has like when i tell people about the schedule they're like whoa that's a lot and it is but it's weird you go we do th- three days a week I think right now it adds up. If you were at all of the rehearsal time, which most people don't have to be at every single minute all week, but there are weeks where we do. It's 14 hours a week, which is a big commitment. And I think next week or the week after, I feel like we're adding some extra time because we're getting super close. So it's a lot of time, especially I don't have a job outside of my house. I'm home all day. So for me, it's like, yeah, I'm missing my evenings or I'm missing my Sunday afternoon. And that's difficult for my partners because they're used to me being there. But I think about like people who are working, you know, like nine to five and have kids. And now it's just, it's so much heavier for them. As to rehearsing outside of rehearsal, yes, we are definitely supposed to be doing that. (laughs) And we definitely uh, all need to in different areas. But it's, it's kind of fun to just like put on the score and just sing your parts <laughs> and just be like, oh yeah, other stuff would be happening right now. Like, and you don't get the full picture and it's, you know, it's, but it's, it's important to, to put in the time and make sure that you know exactly what you're doing. I don't like, you know, walk around saying my lines, but I don't have any lines. I just sing. So <laughs> I just put on the score and now both of my children know every song to the soundtrack. I don't know whether to feel good or bad about that. <laughs> both. Yeah, one, probably. They're going to sing it back to you. Yes. And two, it's like good memories because yeah. like first yeah. date kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. It's it's sweet for me. Uh, I found my three-year-old singing <laughs> the performance art piece. It's called Over the Moon. And she like, she's very dramatic about it. She does like the gasping and everything it's really funny that's that's one of my favorite parts of the show honestly and she gets it apparently she's three i don't know how but she does my six-year-old is growing tired of it though she's like do you have to sing rent songs every day i'm like yeah Yeah. i'm sorry (laughs) she's like can you go to your room i'm like that's fair i can't (laughs) with the music prep like have you found it difficult let's say if you are like practicing at home not knowing when let's say other people are gonna come in and stuff like that or since you do kind of have that passion for music it's been a bit, bit easier for you yeah for me i think you know like i don't try to learn a song 
that we haven't worked outside of rehearsal. I just try to like drill what we've done. And sometimes you nail it and sometimes you feel like you nailed it and then you get to rehearsal and you do it the way you were doing it and you're wrong. <laughs> that happens too, but um, it's, a, it's an organic process and a lot of the times the music helps you it's kind of like a puzzle and it helps you feel like oh the other people that are singing that oh it goes with that I can hear that whereas like when we're all singing together with the track it's chaos you're just trying to you're just trying to sing your bit and just like get it done like <laughs> yeah, no one else. yeah you have to pay attention you have to listen but you also have to not listen <laughs> you have to just focus on what you're doing so sometimes you don't hear the parts of the music that fit with what they're doing but then when you're singing it by yourself it's like this big giant and you're like oh their part makes sense. That's great. I'm glad I know theirs. Where does mine go? <laughs> There's a couple bits where I'm still like just wrapping my tongue around what I'm saying. It doesn't always it doesn't always flow like conversation, right? It's yeah music and there's lots of things happening so there's a couple bits that are difficult for me but that's just I think that's just part of it what have you kind of found the most challenging whether it is like the singing dancing acting for me it's the dancing I'm not a dancer I don't I was never you know even when I was young I was never like let's go dancing when people would say that I'd be like ew no what why <laughs> uh, I have to feel very comfortable with the people that I'm with and very at ease in order to like actually get down <laughs> in order to actually yeah. dance and even yeah. when i'm like dancing i'm like i'm not really doing anything i'm doing like a toe tap and a yeah. shoulder <laughs> yeah like arms maybe a little like, the arms yeah i'm i'm not much of a dancer but our choreography uh choreographer pardon me her name is also jenna <laughs> and she's great she's she's really willing to adapt and work with what you and your body and brain are capable of doing so she hasn't put anything too heavy on me, which I'm very grateful for. Because I told her, you know, we had like a one-on-one -on -one session at the beginning, which I was not expecting. I did not know that was coming. And then they were like, okay, you're called to this room. And I got there and I was like, oh, it's just, oh, it's just a dance practice. That's fun. It feels like an interview. Yeah. I was like, I feel like I'm about to get kicked out of this show. This is, this is the end But she was me. very reassuring and very kind and very gentle. And then I learned all the choreography and I was like, yeah. I mean, I'm not like <laughs> going to go on stage and do it just by myself ever. But like I felt like, you know, as part of the crew. And then it turns out that in that scene, they all do that <laughs> choreography, but I don't. <laughs> yes. So I was safe because <laughs> that one was like there was a lot going on. But so, yeah, for me, it's the dance. But everybody has a different difficult piece of the puzzle. And that's. That's what makes it work. You know, if we were all bad dancers, we'd be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> the next two weeks would just be dance lessons. Yeah, just only dancing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, can you imagine? <laughs> oh, I would die. <laughs> what has been kind of like your most memorable moment so far? And I guess with that, what are you kind of most excited to perform? Whether it's a song, a scene, or just like an aspect of being part of the show in general? That's a good question. I think for me, the most memorable part of the process I think there's like two and they're tied. The first one, it was a big moment, was the night that we did our first full sing through. So at first our rehearsals were kind of like choir practices. We were in you know, a small music room with a piano working with the music director and we'd get to a certain point and then she'd put on the actual tracks and we would sing with them. And, but we were focusing on like the big songs, lots of pieces, everybody's singing. And then the solos and the duets and stuff were happening. I'm not in those numbers. So I'm not, I'm not there for those in-depth rehearsals, right? So the first time that I heard everybody sing everything that they were going to sing for the whole show, and I mean, it wasn't, it was rough. Like it was not, it was not polished. Uh, there were songs that we actually like hadn't fully learned, but it was time to sing through. So we just 
got out our books and we just we were in a line and we just got up and we would go and we would up and we would sing. We didn't have to worry about dancing or moving or acting. We just had to sing. And it was just really cool to watch and see what had been going on like out of, you know, out of my view and out of earshot and to hear like, oh, that's how the whole show goes. Like, because like I say, if you've only seen the movie, like you haven't heard half of it basically. (laughs) So there, that was really cool. And then the other one was like our did like a run for lighting design like on the little stage at Keanu and that was like oh we're on a stage (laughs) it's not a classroom this is real and yeah just cool energy so it's really it's really fun to be a part of we're talking to Jenna who's part of the ensemble in the upcoming production of Ren we're just going to take a quick break and we'll be right back we're back to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. We're talking to Jenna, who's part of the ensemble in the upcoming production of Rent. What are you kind of, I guess, most nervous about doing? Would it still be the dancing? Or are you kind of getting more excited for that as the show comes up? I, I feel, like, pretty comfortable with the movement that I've been tasked with. And like I say, since I'm usually singing and it, like, fits, it's it's not so it's not so stressful anymore. I don't feel like she's gonna be like, okay, tonight we're gonna learn to tap dance at this one. You know, I feel like yeah. the hard the hard stuff has already been decided, and it's not it doesn't feel hard anymore because now it's it's practiced. I think that the the thing I'm most nervous for is probably just like just being back on that kind of a stage. You know, like I've been on stage lots of times, but like I say, it's usually it's just me by myself, whether it's karaoke or whether it's stand up. You know, like I might be part of a larger event but like generally it's just me so if I you know mess it up that's just me that it affects whereas like now it's like there's 11 other people on this stage and like a huge team of people that have worked to make this you know what we're expecting when we go to a piano show right like so it's just like that that amount of like pressure and all of these people like you don't want to you don't want to disappoint them and you know that like if you make a mistake they're not going to be like I'm disappointed in you (laughs) but it's just like you want to be your best for everybody else for sure. and just trying to make sure that you can pull that off. <laughs> you know, you might only have a small part, but if your small part doesn't happen, what do they do, yeah. right? Like if you if you skip to a completely different part of the show, how do they get you back? And how, and in a musical, the music is going to start. <laughs> Are you gonna be ready for the right song? Like you gotta, you gotta be in it and you gotta know where you're going because even if your, your part is technically small, if it wasn't an important part, it wouldn't be in the show. That's an important thing for me to keep in my head is like, you know, oh, I'm just singing. Oh, I'm just. Yeah. But like, if they didn't need me to be, I wouldn't be there. Right. They came up and <laughs> see you. Well, I mean, <laughs> sure. They came up and asked me to audition. But like, I just think that that was just like, this girl feels music. Like, because that's what I do at karaoke. I'm like, I, I am Adele when I'm on stage at karaoke. <laughs> So they were like, oh, like that's got musical theater written all over it. And I was like, oh, you found me. (laughs) You know, I don't feel like, you know, that it was like, oh, we need, you know, her specifically. We need that song that she just sang or, you know, that I'm important. But now that I'm in the show, I'm a piece of it. And even though I'm a small piece of it, if that piece didn't matter, it wouldn't have been in the show and there wouldn't have been a part for me, you know? So it's just like, like they always say, no small act, no small roles, only small actors. And like, that's the meaning behind it. It's like yeah. every little bit is there for a reason. And with a show like Rent, even the parts that don't feel like they make sense t- to us, they're there for a reason. And part of that reason is tradition because the author 
playwright, pardon me, Jonathan Larson, sadly died the night before the off-Broadway premiere oh, wow. of the show. That. Yeah, in 1995. He, uh, he had undiagnosed Marfan syndrome, they figure, which is a heart deformity. Um, and he had had a bunch of symptoms in the days leading up and like multiple doctor visits and no one connected all of the threads and he sadly died. Um, so part of Rent is just like we do it the way that he wrote it, even though a playwright putting up a show on a preview off Broadway was doing it to gauge a reaction and figure out like, does it work? Does it flow? <laughs> what can we move? What can we change? Nothing has been changed. It is the way that he wrote it. And so some of it feels unfinished, but that's part of the beauty of the story because his wasn't finished, you know? What are you kind of hoping that the audience feels, I guess, if they do know about that, whether they know it or don't, what do you want them to kind of pull from the show? I think it's just that, that like nothing has to be perfect or finished. You just do what you can, the best that you can, and that all of the little pieces, whether they're other people or events or whatever, whatever the pieces of your life look like, each of those pieces has a full story around it too, right? Like we get wrapped up in what, what happens for us and our experience and our perception. And I think that being part of something like Rent or even just like really allowing the show to get into you, your, your head, your heart, whatever, it can, it can really show you like, oh, there's like, there's just so much more. And that's the beauty of it is like how it all fits together. It's not about, you know, getting it perfect, you know, as a person every day. You don't have to do everything right every day. You just have to do the best that you can for yourself, but also for the people in your cast, basically, right? I feel like what you said earlier about with the cast, when it's like when one of you messes up, you just go, hey, you'll get it next time. Yeah. Like, I think that's kind of the perfect. Yeah, it really like, is. It's, the, yeah, like theater is intense and is not comfortable for a lot of people. I understand, you know, that. But I think that it has a lot to teach us about, you know, like how to live, like, you know, maybe not a perfect life, but like to be happy and fulfilled and just be good people, you know? That's corny. <laughs> <laughs> and for people that are kind of interested in coming down and seeing the show, when and where is it happening and how can we get tickets? So it's three nights only, November 16th. Nope. Yeah, 16, 17, and 18, it's fine. <laughs> That's a very full week for me, okay? <laughs> um, so it's Thursday night, Friday night, and two shows on Saturday. The daytime show, there won't be a bar, dry event. The show is all ages, but obviously adult content, adult themes. There's, there's some questionable stuff for, like, little kids. Kids have to be with someone who's a guardian to them in order to come, but then they're welcome. I think there's a lot that the show can teach and offer, so... Uh, if you're open to having those conversations, I don't think there's anything wrong inherently with bringing your kids, but it's it's a big show. It's long. It's a lot of music. So <laughs> tickets are at tickets.kiano.ca. There's information about the show right there on that page. Swamp Rat Experience on Facebook and Instagram is also a great place to see some like behind the scenes stuff and like remind yourself that like it's coming. And yeah. And then of course you can if you want, you could watch the Rent movie, but I don't know that that's worth your time. <laughs> Is there anything else that I missed during the interview that you want to touch on before we finish up? No, I think I just want to like thank Keanu and the Swamp Rat experience for putting on this show. Like I say, my my friends and family out of town are like surprised. Like that's a pretty that's a pretty edgy show, and I think that's funny because it's it's so old and we're so beyond 
some of these things, but some of these issues really are still like really hot button issues. So uh, it is brave and it's really cool that they're doing it. And I'm really glad for the opportunity, uh, not just for myself, but for all of my castmates, like I say, who have their own reasons for connecting with the material. So I'm just really grateful. Well, I just want to thank you for taking the time and coming in and best of luck with the production. Thank you so much, Alex. That's the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. Want a copy of this episode or any past episode? Download the podcast at Mix1037FM.com. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix103.7.